Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a you had a great weekend. Um, I'm not the Shark CFO Espinosa, Vidal Espinosa, but my name is Jeff Redondo, and I'm the managing partner at Invictus Advisors. So he actually um, he's actually had to bring his mom to a follow-up doctor's appointment. She had hip replacement surgery a couple weeks ago, and so he is actually with her. So we're obviously wishing her the best and giving her lots of thoughts over the over the course of the last couple of weeks. So so far she's doing really great. So um, uh, keep up the good work, Anita, and we will um, get out there and do some walking soon. So. Um, I, how was your weekend? Um, you know, here in San Diego, it was raining a little bit. So we mostly stayed inside most of the weekend. Um, but we did have the opportunity to go see, um, the the new Kevin Costner movie called, um, Let Him Go. And it was actually a really great movie. So if you get a chance and you're able to, uh, get out there, get out, um, and check out the movie, I definitely recommend it. It's a suspense thriller. So if you like that type of movie, um, you definitely, like I said, want to check it out. So um, so did you see what happened this weekend? So Joe Biden, you know, is uh, the presumed winner of the of the election. So um, for some people, that's great. For some other people, it's not, not so great. But um, I think over the course of the last week, um, it's just, I, it feels like everyone's been like on edge or on stress trying to figure out what the election Results will be, but um, I'm uh, um, I'm confident that um, uh, that more than likely Joe will win, and um, uh, you know he'll take the country country in the direction that he sees fit. So, um, uh, but since we're on the topic of elections, um, you know, last week one of the propositions on the California um, ballot was actually Proposition 22, and t- Proposition 22 actually um, gave app-based um, companies, so like Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, those type, um, those, the people there will remain as independent contractors. Now there's a lot of additional like sub parts to the, to the law, but the main thing is that they'll remain independent contractors versus AB5, which actually was gonna categorize them as, as employees. So, you know, m- you know, we, a lot of people were for Proposition 22, and it did pass. So it's actually really ironic because this week we're actually going to be talking about independent contractors. And throughout the whole week, we're going to have different parts of talking about independent contractors. What are the pros and cons of having independent contractors? What are the different um, ways that you can make sure that you categorize an independent contractor, the way you pay an independent contractor? So there's going to be lots of different pieces to talking about um, what is an independent contractor? So let's first start off by talking about what is an independent contractor. So the IRS looks at three factors to define an, an employee versus an independent contractor. Now, the first thing is behavioral control. And what that means is that you are able to, um, you're able to influence an employee's behavior. So for example, if they're late to showing up to work, that's actually behavioral control. So that if 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 you write up for a, a um, employee for being late, that's part of behavior control. And for independent contractors, you can't write them up for being late. 
Financial control is another way. So what that means is that um, the the finance the finances are um, are controlled by the employees. So you're actually issuing them um, uh, W-2 check, taking out taxes for them, and as the employer, you're taking out taxes for them. So that's another that's another part of financial control um, for an independent contractor versus a employee. And, and and the other parts is the relationship. So is the relationship between an independent contractor and um, the employer. So employees are told when, where, and how to work. So like I said, so they have to be there nine to five. They have to show up at a certain time or at a location. And how are their work designed to do? By contrast, Independent contractors work on a project by project basis. So what that means is that you may give them a project and then that's going to be their sole, their sole thing. So it could take them three hours or it could take them 30 hours, but they're only going to get paid per, per contract, right? Um, later this week, we'll go into more, more differences on what's an independent contractor versus um, an employee and actually give you some examples of what the two is. And, and we actually will have some concrete examples of clients that have talked to us about um, specific situations where they may be a little bit crossing the line. And so we want to make sure that we really go over that with, go over that th this week with you and have you understand the differences between an in independent contractor and an employee, right? But for today's, for, but for today's conversation, um, now you have enough information to so that we can talk about what are some um, some of the costs, the differences between the cost of an independent contractor versus an employee. So um, everyone thinks, oh, it's going to be cheaper to hire an independent contractor versus an employee. Some cases that's true, in some cases that's not true. And today we're going to talk about the hidden costs of hiring an independent contractor versus an employee. Right. So the one of the hidden costs that will actually um, that you will have is the contractor's timing may not match yours. And what I mean by that is with employees, you can tell them to come in nine to five. Right. Independent contractor, you can't tell them to come in from nine to five. So maybe your business is operational from nine to five, but you can't tell an employee, a independent contractor that they have to work from nine to five. And so that's always difficulties. So by law, contractors have the right to dictate their own working hours. So many free, freelance independent contractors work part-time or non-traditional hours. Like look at Uber or Lyft, for example, right? Their independent contractors can work whenever they want, right? So an independent contractor really has the flexibility of, of um, the time, right? And most of these independent contractors don't just work for you. They they work for multiple uh, multiple companies. So for example, like let's say they work for one employee or one company from 8 to 12, that's their allocated time that they spend for this one, and then they work from 12 to 4 for another another employee, another employer. And I'm sorry, not another employer, another um, another company. So they will have multiple companies that they work for, not just one, right? So 
another hidden cost around employee or around independent contractors versus employees is that they're limited on the amount of hours that they can work annually. So according to IRS and common law, an independent contractor can only work a maximum of 1,040 hours, which is equivalent to approximately four months of full-time work annually for a senior employer. Um, thanks, Chewy. Yes, that is true. They could actually be from another country. So let's say, for example, like um, we actually hire independent contractors to do some of our artwork for our social And so those are truly independent contractors because we say this is the task that we want done and they can actually they do it on their time right so we may request hey we need that back in three days but if they get us to back in three hours then the project's done in three hours and they can move on to their next project versus maybe it takes three days now one of the things that we'll talk about this week is we'll make we will make sure that you understand how to create a a um, independent contractor agreement that's really going to help you manage the, um, to help um, put the parameters on an independent contractor around their scope of work, right? So going back to contractors are legally limited to work 1,040 hours per week. I mean, I'm sorry, annually. So a lot of independent contractors for um, lots of people work more than that. And so technically, they're not considered an independent contractor anymore. They're an employee. And so one of the things that we'll talk about a little bit later is about the the, the amount of um, uh, fees and fines that are allocated to people are, that misclassify their um, independent contractors versus employees, right? And that's, some, that's another true cost that you may not think about as you're hiring your independent contractor, right? Um, another hidden cost to hiring an independent contractor versus his employee is contract workers will usually have less loyalty for your company. It isn't, it isn't unusual for independent contractors to be working on several projects for several different clients at one time. And frankly, the, they generally have to, they have to be to make order, to be able to make ends meet. So simply by being the virtue of being independent, the contractor is likely to hold less loyalty for any single company. Now, independent contractors are actually responsible for paying their own um, taxes. And so a lot of times they have to work more to pay their off their tax bill because with employees, the employer pays part of the the employment tax, where, in, where with independent contractors, they have to pay their own tax. So a lot of times they have multiple people that they work for. And so when, so when you're hiring an independent contractor, that's something to, to take into consideration, right? And you want to make sure that these independent contractors are actually helping you um, really grow your company. Um, an another hidden cost, which I think is really, really, really important because it will cost you the most money is incorrect classification. You know what? Let me go back to real quick. The um, contract workers will have less loyalty for your company. I wanted to share an example of one of our clients who um, has restructured her business, restructured the business, and they um, they 
put in a lot of independent contractor agreements. And these independent contractor agreements really helped outline the scope of work for the independent contractors. Well, once, once our client implemented the independent contractor agreements, several of the independent contractors left. Because these independent contractor agreements actually said that um, the projects were due at a certain date and time. And that there had to be a certain level of um, uh, accuracy that's done with these that that's done with these um, these projects that they're working on. So once they put in those pieces to that um, contractor agreement, a lot of these employees left. I'm sorry, a lot of these contractors left because they did not want these specific this language into the independent contractor agreements. So. Um, when, when we talk about having less loyalty, these independent contractors didn't have any loyalty at all because they were just collecting a paycheck. I'm sorry, collecting a check. And um, they, uh, they didn't really care about if they were um, what they were doing to the doing to the company. So we always recommend when you have an independent contractor, you always want to have some sort of agreement with them. And we'll talk about later this week about what an independent contractor agreement should have, what it should look like, what are some pieces that you need to, that you need to make sure that's in it, what are some other um, areas that you want to make sure that's included in that to make sure that you, your business is protected, right? So um, going on to incorrect classification. Now, many small businesses rely on independent contractors as freelance workers because they're they're more flexible, not to mention cheaper. However, the IRS warns that employers may end up paying more in the long run for this game of dodging the system. And so what happens is that independent contractors are, um, like, like I said, are not do not have fixed hours. So they do not work from nine to five. So if you're telling your independent contractor you have to work from nine to five, you're breaking the law. And so those things are... Um, punishable by fines and fees. And um, the labor board usually does not look highly on um, people that are trying to game the system. And so usually they max out the fees that are amounted to independent contractors for employers that are trying to say that they're independent contractors versus when they're really an employee. And so if you have specific questions about this piece, you definitely want to talk to us. Um, the um, there are not just the hours, but the way if if you are if you're requiring them to use your computer, that's that's a that's a way that can actually misclassify an independent contractor versus an employee. If they're doing similar job, um, so like let's say for example, if you are in the food service business and you are hiring an independent contractor to just cut up vegetables that would not work because it's basically this it's basically part of the part of running a restaurant so you want to be very careful around um, what you make your um, independent contractors do and what they don't do and so um, we'll talk about this more in detail this week about um, you know some of the pros and cons about having an independent contractor versus an employee. Today, we're only specifically talking about some of the hidden costs around having an independent contractor versus an employee. So 
so you probably are figuring out, you probably are wondering, you know, how how would I determine if I have a independent contractor versus an employee? In the end, your best answer to the contract versus time worker debate could be either or even a combination of, right? Ultimately, the most cost-effective choice for your business is going to be the one that allows you to thrive in the current market while keeping an eye on the years ahead. So a lot of times employee independent contractors don't necessarily, they, they end up saving you money in the short term, but in the long term, they actually cost you money. And so, you know, you want to carefully consider the current and future needs of your business, right? So maybe currently you need an independent contractor so that you can save on, so because you don't, maybe you don't have enough work for them and you just want them part-time and they can do some administrative tasks for you. Um, but then what happens if, you know, you start getting really, you start growing and you need to start bringing them on more and you need to start saying, Hey, I need for you to work nine to five and I need for you to be this done to be at a certain time. And I need for you to, um, uh, deliver this project at a certain, at a certain level of quality. Those are the things you want to consider as you're moving forward in your business. So maybe you want to hire them as a part-time employee and then convert them to a full-time employee versus an independent contractor to a full-time employee. So those are conversations that you definitely want to have with someone who has seen both sides and understands um, what are the tax complications and have uh, tax considerations on having an independent contractor versus having an employee. Right. The other thing you want to carefully consider when you're talking about um, independent contractors versus employees is the cost benefit of long-term relationships versus short-term responsibility. So what I mean by that is if you want to have somebody that's going to stick around with your company for a long time, that you're actually going to be able to train, that you're actually going to be able to help grow in the company with you, then it may be, a, you may want to consider having them an employee versus an independent contractor. Because more than likely the independent contractors are not going to be completely um, on board with your company because they have several different other, uh, several other companies that they're going to be working for. So you want to make sure that you um, uh, consider the, the long-term relationship of your independent contractor or your employee versus the short-term responsibility. And then also, um, like I said, you want to determine the legal liabilities of potential misclassification on, on independent contractors because that's where you actually will get into a lot of trouble. And there are certain ways that um, you can get slip, slapped with hefty fines and um, fees, especially here in the state of California. The late, like I said, the labor board really tries to look out for employers that are trying to game the system. And so you wanna make sure that you're, you're not one of those employees. So um, you'll need to scrutinize all of these considerations carefully to make sure um, you bring in the correct um, uh, correct person to help run your business, whether that's going to be an independent contractor or an employee. Now, you're probably, after this after this um, episode, you'll probably have lots of specific questions about an independent contractor and the cost-benefit analysis and the what's an independent contractor versus an employee and the difficult times that you may have really really determining maybe you've already done some things that um, really may reclassify your um, 
independent contractor to an employee. Well, the best thing that I could say to do is you want to have a conversation with Vidal. You want to explain to him the complete story, the complete situation. He'll be able to really um, give you an idea of how you need to manage through that and some possible ways to actually make sure that your business is protected from, from independent contractors so that you can make sure that you keep your um, you know, your personal your personal finances in order. So last week we talked about protecting your business and you know by having a conversation with Vidal, he'll be able to really help you um, protect your business um, with independent with your you bringing on independent contractors, right? So um, that's it for today's lunch with the shark. But if you want to have additional episodes of lunch with the shark, right? One of the great places to do that is Spotify. Spotify is a is a place where you can get a lot of different episodes of Lunch with the Shark. We have over 170 episodes that you can actually check out there. We're about here to, um, I think next month we'll be actually be celebrating our one year anniversary of doing Lunch with the Shark. So it's actually an exciting time, and it's actually kind of cool to see the episodes to what we're doing today. So uh, make sure you check out Spotify. So to actually um, subscribe on Spotify, you want to open Spotify. Oh, sorry. I should be like Vidal and say, His, uh, Jesus, take the wheel and play the video. <laughs> so <laughs> you want to go into Spotify. At the top, you want to go um, in the search bar at the top and type in Lunch with the Shark. You'll see our... Um, You'll see our logo there. This is Lunch with a Shark. You want to go in there and click it. And then you want to go right under the title. You want to the green play button or the follow button. The follow is on the right-hand side. You want to click that. And then you'll get all the episodes once we um, play the new uh, Lunch with the Shark uh, episodes on um, Spotify. So um, make sure you sign up for your uh, uh, you know conversation with Vidal today. And then as we do with every Lunch with the Shark, today's quote is from Thomas Watson Sr. Chair, he's chairman and CEO of International Business Machines, otherwise known as computer manufacturer IBM, right? And he says, to be successful, you have to have your heart in the business and your business in your heart. So for those of you that are entrepreneurs, you really can um, appreciate that. So once again, today's quote is by Thomas Watson, Sr., Chairman and CEO of IBM, and he says, to be successful, you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart. So thank you so much for joining us on Lunch with a Shark today. Vidal will be back tomorrow, and he'll give you um, more information about, our, um, about independent contractors. And um, I hope you have a great day, and ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with a Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.